Hello and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews and my look at Resident Evil The Final Chapter. So here it is, the quote unquote final chapter for the Resident Evil movies. Except this isn't the final chapter, they pulled a Friday 13th, as I thought they would do back in the last podcast. This movie is a very definition of a meh movie. This has nothing new or fresh to say and is just a copycat from Mad Max Fury Road. In fact, this is Mad Max Fury Road with Escape from New York and, but of course, a dash of the Matrix because why wouldn't it be? It's a Resident Evil movie copying a movie from 18 years ago, for God's sake. As I walked out of the cinema, I overheard two 20-somethings or late teens who the fuck knows how the age people nowadays and the guy says to his girlfriend, oh my god, I didn't see that quiz coming, without saying which one. So, this movie was made for idiots like them then, because all the supposed plot twists I saw coming a mile off. And as for the grand reveal, the movie blew its load far too early, i.e. Resident Evil Retribution. So with that, it's on with the show, starring Melina Jovovich. Ali Larter, Ian Glenn and Sean Roberts, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. The plot? HA! That's a joke, there is no plot, it's basically Mad Max Fury Road with Escape from New York and a fuck ton of boring ass fight scenes. Whew, so yeah, this feels like a reboot to me, with a whole new backstory for the Umbrella Corporation and weirdly a new hive from the Resident Evil movie, even though it's supposed to be set exactly 10 years after Resident Evil 1. But they fucked up the timeline because I'm going to get into it because there's no point because Paul Nansen doesn't care so why the fuck should I care? One major plot hole, however, is Raccoon was nuked in Resident Evil yet 10 years later. Alice and Cole go there with no radiation poisoning. Mm-hmm. That's just one of the many, many plot holes such as Claire Redfield, once again played by Ali Latter, is back even though she was killed and went down with the ship Arcadia. Anyway, moving on. I think this is set days after the last movie as Alice wakes up, once again played by Milena Jovovich, in a ruined White House, takes on a huge flying dragon-like mutant, then here's a dot matrix printer and investigates, only to be told by the Red Queen AI, this time played by Eva. Anderson, the daughter of Melina and Paul. Very important this for later on in the movie. To head back to Raccoon City within 40 hours or mankind is doomed. That's the Escape from New York part, by the way. If you haven't saw that, then change that now. Also give the second one a watch, but it's not as good as the original. The second one being Escape from Los Angeles. As for the Mad Max Road part, I hear you ask, well, Dr. Isaacs, once again, played by Ian Glenn, is back. How, I hear you ask? Simple. The one Alice killed in the third movie was a clone, as this one is a sadistic preacher. Okay, here's Umbrella Cop's new spin. It's all an NWO plot for the rich and powerful to hide as the zombies kill the poor billions on the planet, then pop up when the zombies are dead to restart the world in their own powerful vision, or rich and powerful vision. Uh, they bang on about how this is to save the planet from overpopulation and malnutrition galore and all this crap is utter nonsense. So Paul W.S. Anderson is now reading conspiracy theories online then. Alice heads to Raccoon City and is caught by Dr. Isaacs in his reconditioning tanks 
which are unexplained and move on, which are basically heavily armed and heavily armoured tanks in which the hordes of the undead follow for no bloody reason. She escapes in an annoyingly cut fight scene. In fact, every single fight scene in this movie is cut to shreds. Alice gets to the ruined raccoon city, yet not radiated, and finds survivors. Zombie chow mostly, and I won't name them here because who the fuck cares and they die in the most really disgusting ways, such as one gets sucked into a fan and the other one is eaten by this movie's zombie dogs. With the survivors is Claire and her new boyfriend Doc, played by Ian McKen, of Merlin fame as well as the forest, who is, surprise, the Umbrella Corp Moe, which this movie tries hard and fails badly to keep a secret. Anyway, shitloads of deaths and badly edited fight scenes later, Wesker pops up once again, played by Sean Roberts, as he is now in control of the Hive, trying in vain to stop Alice from getting her hands on the super antivirus, which is now airborne and can cure everything on the planet that has been infected. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, and surprise, Alice was a clone all along, something that was said in Resident Evil Retribution. She is in fact a clone of the co-owner of Umbrella Corp, I believe her name was Alicia, I think, alongside Dr Isaacs, the other co-owner, who killed her father, I don't know, 20 or so years earlier, doesn't actually say. Alice has a fight scene with the quote-unquote real Dr Isaacs, as Claire kills her boyfriend. Long, boring-ass story later, Alice kills everything in the hive, all the billionaires and clones, gets out of eyes free and saves the world. The end, right? Nope, because Alice has a voiceover riding on a BMW motorbike saying the T-Virus was spread by jet planes. However, this antivirus is now airborne and will take a while to fix the world as she's getting stalked by three of the dragon-like mutants as credits roll. So that was Resident Evil, the final chapter. Very much a tired and boring franchise now and I just didn't care about anything that happened in this movie. The plot twists can be seen a mile off and this has nothing new to say. 1 out of 10. If I was you folks, I would wait for TV. Anyway, come back next week for my continued look at the Underworld franchise with Underworld Evolution. Check out the archives for my look at the other movies in the Resident Evil franchise. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and email me Reviews at gmail.com to tell me what you thought of my podcast. Follow me on SoundCloud and leave a like. Also, check out all of my dozens of other podcasts such as The Omen, Psycho, Gremlins, Ghoulies, The Fly and 007 franchises as well as the single podcasts such as Donnie Darko, Viva Vendetta, Aliens, Labyrinth, Die Hard 1 and 2 and many a many more. A bye!